3: Daytona, the regular season finale, two spots remain in the playoff
0: grid. Have a good one there, guys. You know what we need to do? We'll work together and uh, stay answer all day. Super Speedway, Daytona. Is nothing like winning here. Just in one piece, be there at the end. All right, fellas, nothing is given, nothing is guaranteed, so let's go out and earn it. You know the ultimate goal. Let's go get one of these. Oh, wrong here. Wrong. We are racing in Daytona. Bottom of the so a little bit now, back on our way up. Four wide, four wide one top, four one, one top. Two bottom. Radio 3rd, absolute show. He's the time I can't hear yet. I'm blowing up. I'm blowing up. What's the water temp? Tim? Uh, going down. Up to two. Short day for Kyle Larson, something under the hood. The 22 is going to bust a bull at some point. Oh, turn number two. Spend him behind us here, Spin him behind us. I reckon. I was getting up to 43, and I got pounded for mine. Ryan for.
4: Bl- the bottom of the racetrack. a driver who desperately needs to get into the playoffs.
0: We got the fun, but I think we're okay. Got heavy right front damage. That steering wheel is 180 degrees. I appreciate that, Joey, yeah, and the nine. One more time for a one-lap
5: dash to try to find out who's going to earn some points.
0: Bottom packed up tight. Here comes your help in the 19. On you, Greencheckers. Good job. Oh yeah, got it. Execute. Did it right. Is 12 done for the day? I mean, he's certainly not going to be really competitive. All right, man, plug in. A lot of mental tokens here. Do so you think? You 43 in your mirror. Top lane is five seconds. Still so really not fast enough to block like that early. I don't know how far more this going to last. <laughs> Stay straight. You get back to the apron.
4: Big moment there as they use the skid pad to their advantage. You better get with the people and tell him to shut the <laughs> Ah, I'm ready to get into more stage points. Get a have a drop back, man. I'm getting way too late off the board. Let's mark on the high-out Coming through
3: the line, I will keep on the spot. All right, Green Jacket. Nice work. Kyle Bush winning stage number two. Thank you, Danny Heimlin. You did
0: a good job there. Back under the green flag, Michael McDowell. Keep going down the Gala line and keep it 22 on your bumper. No, Michael McDowell gets turned. Top, top, top. Roll through. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. True X Jr. is in it. Uh, we're right, boys. So silly, man. I knew we should not have been up there, dude. So stupid. We're going to come in and we're going to cut the right front off, put tires on us, and get back out there. Right now, we got a 10-point lead here than that last incident. He's still in the lead lap. Yeah, that's why. Awesome. Still hard that Obviously built closer. I don't know what's going to happen with it.
3: 53 to go. Logano on the inside. Reddick on the outside.
0: Eleven with you. Pick up eleven. Call the fine pretty, Give me a little left on the corner.
2: Possible rain. Seven minutes. Some turn four chase. Frisco goes around. Right at the front of the field. All right, all right, all
0: right. backwards off the road. Don't go away, Dale. We're gonna go all that down. Just get that right side good. We're pretty tore up. I don't think we get to the end here. We got 30 to go when you get the green. Justin, Haley, Eric Jones stayed out on the race track there at the front of the field. He's still pushing, still pushing. They spin at the front of the pack. Hold it, hold it. The tires, I guess. It. Yeah, I think I got steering issues too. Some full locked to the left here. We I mean, just made those lightning strikes that we always have. I would think any form of a natural disaster right now.
3: We are the free pass. I'll let you know when to go. How long can Justin Haley hold
0: on to the lead? Don't like hell, buddy. Back right, here you go, guys. Sorry. Rain is picking up. Everything you got here? Go! Oh, they're in the wall. The field is coming apart. Way bottom. Easy, easy, bottom, bottom, bottom. You keep, keep coming, keep coming. Roll. Go, 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 go. I don't know how you did that, man, but that was that was awesome. Are you okay?
1: Oh. Uh, <laughs> raining. Why are
0: Might be a new record right there. 15th to first at about 100 feet. Bringing it off the road this time. Austin Dillon, he has scored as your race leader. Withdraw the yellow, display the red, all work needs to stop. Need all drivers to be making the way back to their cars by 350. I'm guessing the two understand the situation. So we're aware that three cannot win this race for the folks. Yep, understood. I right, bet you know how to do this. It
3: was a three-hour 19-minute weather delay, but we are back at it at
0: Daytona. 19 wants 2 to win, just so you know. Gotta for the wing. 77 is with us. We finish this lap, We're one point to the good. Martin Truex Jr. has lost that lead grab. Oh, they got shuffled up at the front of the pack. He just tried outside, outside. Dylan takes the lead. Ace with us now. Three back. Nice job. Try to get on and stay there. Come under the wire right here. Here he comes now, Dylan, for the final time.
6: Trying
4: to win to get into the playoffs.
0: Coming to the checker, are Not going to get there. Wow!
4: <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork, baby!
0: Yeah! Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. Let's last night's a heart attack. Yeah, wait, no. Sorry.
7: Crazy, face, Thank you,
0: Lord. Yeah, great job, man. <laughs>
1: Welcome to TrackSmack here on tracksmackradio.com. Don Hall here with you for another week of excitement. And this is going to be week one of the playoffs. That was your radioactive courtesy of NASCAR. You can, uh, of course, go and watch those on NASCAR's YouTube channel uh, every week. They usually put them out like Tuesday evenings usually is when they're out. Um, good, good stuff. Love to watch them, love to hear them, and love for them to kick off our show. And by our show, of course, I mean myself and my co-host mike Haig, mike of course from racestaysa.com mike good evening how are you sir
8: on how you doing and it is playoff time i tell you what i'm excited about this this is the time of the year that i always love and we've gone through what 26 weeks of racing now and um, now it's time to get down to the nitty-gritty the 16 drivers are set and um, I'm I'm excited. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some good beating and banging these next 10 races.
1: Beating and banging is exactly what you're going to get in race one. Um, they're at Darlington for the Cookout Southern 500. We'll preview that here coming up later in the show. Mike, I mean, what a way we knew the with the schedule. We knew the way, you know, with Daytona being the, the last race to get in the chase. I mean, OK, first of all, let me back up drinking game starting now uh every time i say chase which i've done all season but every time i say chase instead of playoffs take three drinks because richard childress did the same thing the other day it's just it it should still be called the chase
8: that's what you're chasing the championship
1: i know know? everybody has the playoffs i liked the chase it was better anyway
8: okay that's that's where we started with with, what next tale i think it was I don't yeah. one of those back then it's been a long time but uh anyway <laughs> don't, don't feel bad about that <laughs> okay wow well, drinking well, game all right let's take a drink <laughs> so
1: every time Joey Logano smiles <laughs> you take a drink remember it's a Joey Logano game and then every time I say Chase instead of playoffs uh there you go does not count for Chase Elliott do not try to take extra drinks whenever I talk about Chase Elliott. That is a different Chase. So what about
8: Chase Briscoe?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, double chases. I forgot. No, we are only talking about the Chase, the playoffs. The yeah. Chase.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so anyway, Mike, I mean, it was crazy. I don't know about you, but I, okay. First of all, I want to applaud NASCAR. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't, but I want to applaud NASCAR for getting the entire race in. I was glad that they held out and that they did it. At the same time, I want to boo NASCAR, even though I don't really feel like it was their fault, the raindrops and, and all that. I, I think, you know, in hindsight, you can go back and look on the cameras and stuff and you can see, um, yes, that there was moisture down. But when it's happening in real time. I just don't think that they caught it in time. And and it's sad because you had cars going everywhere. (laughs) Um,
8: And, you know, Dawn, that track is so huge, you know, two and a half mile track. It can be raining on one end and sunny on the other.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
8: That's what's crazy about that place. And that's what happened. The the rain came in one concentrated spot all of a sudden and the cars went into that turn and it was like skating on ice.
1: Calamity corner. (laughs) Um, But. You know, I mean, I it, it sucked not getting the race on Saturday night, but it kind of gave us like we didn't know what to expect on Sunday, uh, coming yeah. into it with racing in the summer during the day or whatnot. Uh, there was a lot of of drama coming into that, but I thought it was a great race. You know, it it sucks that basically half the field, you know, ended up out of it there by the end, but that's usually that's typical for Daytona. Um, it was better than the Xfinity race the night before or the, or whenever two nights before the, it was like the race that didn't want to end. I didn't know how many daggum restarts they were going to have, but they just thought it was fun to keep wrecking. It was crazy on the restarts.
8: I'd like to see the, the bill for all the damaged cars from both Saturday and Saturday's Xfinity race and the cup race, which ended on Monday. Uh, You know, I mean,
1: well, I can tell you for the cup race, Justin Marks sent out a tweet and he said that was about $4 million in damage. Right there so wow it's a lot of damage
8: i think what's crazy too when you look at the results sheet Don, the top 10 finished on the lead lap after that it was bubba wallace in the 11th he was one lap down and then you know blaney makes the the uh, the uh, the playoffs and he was six laps down at the at the end in 15th place i mean he would have thought that 15th place would be six laps down that's how crazy this this race was but um Man, we had just you know all kind of drama, and then get this seven caution flags for thirty laps. That's not too bad. You'd figure that's typical for Daytona, but this is the stat that blows my mind: thirty-nine lead changes among nineteen drivers. Nice. That was nice. You yeah. Know? And, and uh, I thought the racing was was really spectacular when they, when they were running you know full force and full throttle. There, there was some good racing going on. I mean, it was it was tight pack racing.
1: Right. I mean, there was tight pack racing. I mean, every now and again, they got a little single file thing going on, but, but for the most part, you had tandem stuff and it was, you know, I mean, I thought it was exciting. I mean, obviously there was quite a bit of passing that was yeah, happening.
8: So the manufacturers working together, you know, the Toyotas were together, Fords and Chevys trying to work together. So that was, that's again, typical of Daytona, but I thought it was working pretty good.
1: There was so many strategies going on. There was guys out there racing to help get teammates in. There was guys out there trying to make sure that somebody didn't win so other people would stand a better chance of getting in. There was guys that you don't ever count on there in the front. And then there's guys that we've been talking about all season. I mean, when 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 it comes to the super speedway races um, and the larger track races, I know, you know, I've been telling you myself and and stuff to make sure that on your fantasy picks, when it comes to those weeks to put in a... Austin Dillon to put in a Justin Haley to, to put in a Michael McDowell. Um, I mean, these guys, th- these are the tracks that they have been a- and a Bubba Wallace. Those are guys that have been so consistent on these large tracks all season long. And there you had for a little bit, Justin Haley and God bless him. He got all caught up in that wreck w- with the rain. Um, but he was out there for a while leading. Bubba got caught in like three wrecks. Ooh.
8: Poor Bubba, you know, he had a, he had a great, great car and Michael Jordan was there on the box. And I, yep. I hope Michael had a good time. I, he seemed like he was a little <laughs> taken back by some stuff that he saw when they put the camera on him, but get this Dawn, you know, uh, Cody, Ware finished in six BJ yes. McLeod, seventh Landon castle fourth. I mean, you know, Landon was there at the end of the race. He, he could have pulled it out. You just didn't know how that, well, I was going to go there last couple of laps.
1: Well, it's like in the Xfinity race um, the, that we get Jeremy Clements winning, you know, and it's like, I mean, I love, I love seeing guys. That's the thing, you know, As a lot of people are like, eh, Daytona, it's anybody's race. And it is, it is anybody's race. And that's what makes Daytona so special. I know there's some people and there are drivers all of a sudden are very vocal about how they hate going there. They're, they hate it. In fact, this might be a good time, Mike, we were talking about if we were going to play this or not. I think yes this is a good time now actually because uh going into uh aj Almendinger was pretty outspoken about how he feels um maybe we should listen to how he felt about daytona
4: nobody's lifting i was i was jacked up by the 51 so i couldn't lift otherwise i was going to be wrecked so i tried to square him up and hit him but he hadn't squared back up and and we hit just a little uneven and uh unfortunately that's the way this racing goes Uh, I don't know, you'd have to ask him. It was, uh, I was wide open and I was getting pushed. At this rate, are you satisfied to have finished or would you have liked one more shot at it? No, I'm just happy to get out of this place alive. I absolutely fucking hate this race. So anytime I can walk away and feel my legs and my arms and, and be okay and have a top
2: five finish, I'm okay any day with that. He
1: speaks for a lot of the guys now. It used to be here about 20 years ago, all you would hear is you would hear Jeff Gordon complain about it a lot. Jeff Gordon hated coming to the super speedway tracks, which I always thought was kind of odd because I thought he was pretty decent at them. But then on the opposite side, you had Dale Jr. and Tony Stewart, guys like that, that loved, they love the draft. They loved drafting. They loved, So it's 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 interesting how certain guys feel about the large tracks and and. I don't know. I mean, to me, there's just so many different factors in it. It's that is what makes it exciting. It's not just riding around full throttle, you know, or wide open and stuff. There's just so many, there's pit strategies, but you've got to make sure that you're deciding, okay, is... Do I think the big one's going to happen in the back of the field, in the middle of the field or in the front of the field? And where do I need to be? Do I need to be at the top, in the top line, um, up at the very top? Or am I risking getting pushed up into the wall if something happens? Because everything, you know, sweeps up and then comes and sweeps right back down. Um, There's just so many different factors going on, except for just driving the car at Daytona. That's what makes it exciting for race fans. And, you know, Mike, I mean, yes, (laughs) as sickening as it is, We do like to see the wrecks. We don't want to see people hurt, but it's part of, I mean, it is part of it. Oh, yeah. And there's just something that's like mind boggling that these cars are going that fast and, you know, to watch people squeeze their way through and squeak their way through and then others just to see the way that the cars either a stay together or b don't stay together but these guys walk away you know the safety measures and stuff it's just there's a, there's a whole thing of it but you know i'll admit i do like to see the ranks too it's part of it i mean it is you know i'm sorry it's kind of like going to a hockey game you know you're gonna get a fight i want to get a fight out of it so uh,
8: why not no it's you're right dawn and, and uh but i have to applaud nascar too like you said earlier you know they they waited it out you know and the rain came and and it looked like that uh, Austin Dillon might win if they decided to, you know, go ahead and, you know, checker flag the race if they couldn't get it going. But they waited it out. They were really watching the radar, and the radar looked favorable uh, for NASCAR to return the racing. And so they ended up coming back. And I think they wanted to finish on the green. I think they wanted to try to get the race in. There was too many, too much, on the line here. And poor Martin Tricks, you know, he was just what three points out from from making the. Um, the playoffs and and had um one of the other guys who already won one mm-hmm. and uh, Blaney and Truex would have gotten in, but but Blaney had more points in X. so that's why Blaney gets in and Truex is out. Yeah, and Austin Austin Dillon wins and gets in, and and that's exciting for that program over there at RC. I uh, think we, this is great. Well, we have fifteen different winners going into the playoffs. Lots of winners. <laughs> Blaney's the only one that hasn't won a race, but he he did win the All Star race,
1: but that didn't count. Yeah.
8: um Maybe, maybe they actually ought to start counting All Star race.
1: I don't know. <laughs> well, but we don't count those. You know, we don't count points there. So. Let me um, ask you real quick, before we, I know we have some audio and stuff to play.
8: Um, when we get, I know we're going to talk about Bubba Wallace, but. Or can we talk about the news real quick? Because this kind of leads into what I wanted yeah. to say. Hell
1: yeah, let's run with it. We don't make a rundown, we just go with it. So, well, tell, we do kind of make a rundown, but we never stick to it. So tell us about
8: the news that they said about Bubba today. You know, okay. Well,
1: well you know, Bubba's not in the playoffs, but um, since Kurt Bush um, pulled himself out, you know, uh, last week, of course, he said he's not going to run the rest of the season um, or in the playoffs. So, he went ahead and pulled his waiver. They're still going to have Ty come in and Ty Gibbs come in, but because the 45 was still is still a contender for the owners points championship uh, run, so what they're going to do is they're going to move Bubba to the 45. His sponsor, everything goes. Uh, his crew chief, everything will go on to the 45 car, so that that car A can still run for owners points or for an owners championship, and B to give Bubba that still puts Bubba running as if he's in the playoffs because he's got, you know, they need those points for the owner's championship. So it's kind of to give him that experience as well.
8: 17th driver, you might say.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's just not running. He's not in the chase. Uh
8: (laughs) That's where I kind of want to lead to. So you can do a driver swap for the owner's points. Mm -hmm. What about, should NASCAR look at maybe swapping a driver who can't make the playoffs put a driver in for for i don't know i,
1: I, I don't guess know, we, I
8: kind of thought about that today i thought i wonder if and i know i'm sure they can't do it because they probably would have done it but
1: who would get the, the title though who would be your champion would it be the guy that got you there the most time or would it be the guy that won the championship
8: see i don't know
1: see, i think that's why at least with the mm-hmm. owner's points it's really just the car it's not the driver you know it's just the car mm-hmm um that's going forward or whatever
8: i don't know i'm just kind of thinking about that today i was just like to, to me I, I don't know maybe they ought to not let somebody substitute for owner i don't know
1: but basically all they're doing is just swapping the call. you know swapping numbers on this i mean it's that's really all it is is um and it's to help a, I mean, it, you know, and a lot of people, it's so funny, Mike, because uh, uh, again, the haters come out as soon as you see it, you know, the haters come out. And what's what cracks me up about the haters is very few of them have any knowledge of what the hell is going on. Um, huh, they, just, no. they just talk out of their ass. And be hating. <laughs> right. And I love when people, when they get checked by people. And so somebody's like, why would they do that though? Because I mean, Ty and the, the amount of times that he ran, he ran better than Bubba. And it's like, uh no he didn't. Bubba finished better than him in all except for one race that the two of them have ran at the same. And it's like so no, he didn't. Just I mean they just look for the little things to um it, you know, it, it if it's not Bubba it's it's Ross. I mean that's the thing. It's like let's hate on Bubba and let's hate on Ross Chastain. They're they're just going to swap that for um for the rest of the playoffs. And I think it's going to be good for Bubba cuz it'll put him keep him in that playoff kind of mind frame, um, exactly. which will be good for him.
8: Well, I, I haven't, I've seen the point standings for, you know, the uh, the uh cup series uh, with the top 16 and then what goes on after that, the, the other positions, but I haven't seen owner points. Is is um, that 2311? Are they up there? Do they, do they have a chance to win the owner's uh, championship this year? I wonder,
1: you know, you're, I, I have no idea as well, because I guess, I mean, do they just go on? Does the owners' points go kind of back on how the old point system was? Is I mean that's I I don't even know how the owners' points goes. What they go by?
8: Well, I know they got like manufacturer like the manufacturers. You know, like Chevy is has uh, let's see, fifteen wins and Ford six and Toyota three. No, Toyota five. But um, I don't see. I'm looking on NASCAR.com. I don't see the uh, they have the owner. Okay. Oh, here it is. Okay, so. Yeah, here it is. So it's Hendrick Motorsports. Has, um, they're, they're in the lead. 15 points back is Team Penske. Five points back in third is Trackouts Racing. Uh, one point back from there is in fourth is Hendrick Motorsports, the five, the 24. And then, um, so that's fourth and fifth. And then Joe Gibbs Racing is in sixth place. Richard Childress is in seventh. Stuart Haas in eighth. And Joe Gibbs number twenty. So let's see, twenty three eleven is all the way down in twelfth, twelfth place, but they're only thirty three points back. So I'm not sure how many points they get. But what if they took off and won a bunch of races here in the playoffs? You know.
1: And you have to think about it. I mean, isn't Degas in the playoffs? I believe, which is a, a track that Bubba is really good at. There are several tracks that you know he he does well at that are in the playoffs. So um I think it's a good I mean you know hey if they're able to do it it's a good move I mean and obviously they are able to do it because that's what they're doing so I think it's a good move um I yeah. think it, you know it, it helps I think what they're doing too is it, it gives responsibility to him you know it's like look I mean you know we believe in you that we're counting on you for this although that could backfire you know it's a lot of pressure um well anyway back to Daytona um Austin Dillon, of course, comes away with the win in the right place at the right time. Had amazing driving there through that final wreck. I mean, he squeaked through, and and I don't know how he did it, but he 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 did it, and he managed to stay up front. Then um, after the rain delay and and through the restarts and stuff, he wins his way into the playoffs. And we have some audio from from Austin, both uh, track side and then um, what where, where else? A uh, press conference, right? Well, the
8: first one is a press conference. This is what he had to say. Okay,
9: it feels amazing. Uh, I, uh, you know, prayed before is like, let, uh, God have all the glory and sh- light shine through me. And, uh, today getting through that wreck. I mean, it was, I don't know what you call that. We went from 15th to first. I mean, I know what it's called. It's called, you know, the good Lord was looking after us and, um, it was cool to, uh, you know, go through that whole cycle of thinking that the race was going to be called for rain. Uh, my first reaction when I got out of the car was, you know, stay focused and, you know, uh, I was just happy to be in the position we were in. Um, and I said that in my interview, I was like, whatever happens from here, it's, it's a win, you know, we're in a good spot and that's all you could ask for. And, um, you go in that room where they make you sit and, uh, put the camera on you forever. And it's like, you're thinking in the back of your head that somebody's going to walk around the corner and say, Hey, congratulations, you won, but you don't let your mind drift to that. It's like, you know, he still got race races laps to go. And I knew after that second storm, like, you know, had to get my mind right that that if they didn't call it, then we were going back green. So when they went back to replaying the race, I asked if I go my bus and I went over there and and uh, watched Paul patrol with Ace because he needed a nap and he never went down. He's like me. You don't he don't sleep. So um, just chill with him and watched our uh, Carolina Cowboys. I watched them right up until the time I got in the car and I knew they had won the game. So it was cool that we won and and they won in Austin, Texas. So. Um, pretty sweet day it's our first event win for for the pbr team and uh they won and we did too it's it's, it's a, an amazing day thank you jesus Okay, what he uh
8: the camera on him you know that put, put a lot of pressure on him dog
9: i know and
1: then, and it's like you got to play it off like that you don't i don't notice that they're watching me but i can see them. i'm watching you watching me watching you it kind of deals
8: <laughs> but wow what a what a what a day that he had you know and and he's uh to get the win and get in the playoffs i mean that couldn't have worked out any better for him
1: no i mean well yeah yeah since it was his last chance to get in but um you know the other thing mike is we were talking about nascar the good call that they made and you know in my opinion it was the only call that they really had to make especially because when that first rain delay came about it was like 12 30 like mm-hmm. central time, maybe one 30. It was a Sunday. You had all day and there's lights at Daytona. And, and in my opinion, you have to treat that race as if it's the final race of the season of the, you know, even though it was the final race of the regular season, like you said, there's too much on the line to let hell. I even think, and, and a lot of people wouldn't like this, but I even think that if, if it would have kept on raining, that they should have waited and did it on, on Monday then. Because I feel like that race is that important that you cannot um, end it like that with it, it needed to go to the end. There was just too much because you can't just. Here I'm gonna gift you this into the playoffs. They know it needs to be somebody crossing the checkered flag. And I, I, again, I applaud NASCAR for it. It still it got over early enough. They all got out of the, hell. Half the half the guys were already a, back in in Charlotte before the race ever even ended. So,
8: especially Kyle Larson, you know, the first one out. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: he was he was he gone.
8: <laughs> he gone. <laughs> But uh, but B. Lane caught up with Austin. You want to hear what she had to say and well, what he had to say with her? Here we go.
9: You know, coming here, it's going to be exciting and people are going to push for all it's worth because it's a shot. Everybody's got a chance here at Daytona and it makes exciting. Fans love that. Um, And you put yourselves in positions constantly through that race that, you know, you could be taken out. Um, You're just hoping to come out the other side. It's an offensive game. You're you're pushing, pushing, pushing. And we were able to make that work. Can you talk about the playoffs and what you got for it and now looking ahead? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, Darlington's the first one. I just, I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking about Darlington. There was so much focus here, but that's a good track for us. So the first round has, has been historically a couple of good tracks for us. And um, right now I'm just soaking in this moment. Do you think that now that you're in the playoffs, you'll have like, what, eight hours to relax and then you got to ramp back up? <laughs> I'll enjoy this moment
1: for sure, but Wednesday we'll be in the simulator.
8: And today was Wednesday, so I guess he was in the simulator.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention is um, if you were watching during the rain delay, you know, between the awkward camera shot of him in the little room waiting, between that and them going back and forth to his pit stall where his wife was, and um, and I never remember the other girl's name. She's married to. The guy that's on his crew and they they are on the show all the time with them but anyway his wife was over there dancing and doing like a rain dance or something. and apparently and he kind of ha ha about it on in an interview but apparently he got pretty pissed off and told her to cut it out
8: <laughs> i heard I heard that yeah yeah
1: it was like you know just cut that just take it down a notch or two <laughs> <laughs> i know also um i know we had audio too because one of the guys that and this is funny okay so Teammate Austin Dillon's teammate, and was there helping. But there's been a lot of controversy about his teammate Tyler Reddick. You know, we talked about him.
8: Um, that's right.
1: Yeah, and so, uh, but Tyler played the part. You know, was the the, the good teammate, the Richard Childress teammate, and and did what he needed to do, and um, helped Austin Dillon there secure the win.
8: At the end, so we we got a little audio from him. This is an interview he did on Sirius XM radio so here we go
4: man it was really exhilarating um i was i'd felt more adrenaline than i have in a long time in a race car because the motive was different than it than it always is you know the motive as a driver is always go and win and you kind of get used to that feeling but the feeling that you kind of get from playing defense and you know in this mindset of okay like anyone that's going to get around me is going to have to wreck me (laughs) i'm not letting anyone buy so um, for me, those last couple laps were were uh, heart-bumping in a way that I've really not experienced before. I've always been the aggressor. I've never been the one kind of holding people up. So, uh, yeah, it was it was very exciting.
9: I just wonder if your display of
8: teamwork helped mend any fences yesterday.
4: It's not what it was about, honestly. Um, you know, I, if they're broken or mended or good or bad, it's not why... I did what I did. I I did it because a lot of great people at RCR that work really, really hard. And in my opinion, both of our cars have done enough of the right things this year. As a lot of the teams that that haven't made it, unfortunately. But I mean, you know, both of our cars have been strong enough all year long. We can go and contend and get through the round of 16, get through the round of 12. And, you know, if things go right, one of us or both of us, hopefully, can make it through the round of eight. I mean, I just, I just feel like we're that close, and we've been that close all year long, and it's just a few details away. And just the whole team, the whole, the whole organization deserves to be in the playoffs. And, you know, Austin's worked really, really hard this year. You know, they've had a few opportunities slip away where he could have won and hasn't. So I just, you know, I wanted to do it for him. I wanted to do it for that whole team. There's a lot of great people on that three car, you know, whether that's the pit crew or the road crew. Um, you know, we all, all of us, the three and the eight, we all get along really well. And I, you know, wanted to do everything I could to help get them where they belonged in, in the postseason and the playoffs. And like I said, there's there's a lot of great people at RCR that, that work at the shop. that put a lot of work into this team. And, you know, I just wanted both of our cars to be in it as they should be.
8: And I don't know about you, Don, but I think you know if the three and the eight play their cards right, they may uh,
1: go far in the playoffs. You never know. I, I definitely think the eight will. Yeah. So we'll see. But good for him. Good for being a good teammate, and you know, doing what you're supposed to do. Especially since you're supposed to be under a contract for at least another year with that team. Um, <laughs> uh, and and you don't want yeah. to piss the guys off in the shop either. So, um, all right, That's now right. back to back to talking about Blaney. And, um, and true X and, and the calamity yeah. stuff that they were in and avoided and managed to patch back up cars and get them back out on the track. Blaney, especially, I mean, his car was all patched up. And I mean, it came down there. You heard it during the radioactive where he was asking, Am I in? And, and you could just hear it in his voice too. It's like, I don't think he thought that he was in. And you just, you know, it was like just the frustration, everything. And when he heard it, it's like you know, like the sigh of relief, and yet, it just wasn't like an exciting sigh. Of, you know, it it really was just a sigh of relief, is what you heard. I I still don't think he actually thought that he had made it,
8: but he stuck with it, you know. And that that's the that's the thing. And thank God he had a bunch of playoff points, you know, with stage wins and everything to get him in on points because he, like I said, you know, he's the only one out of the sixteen that didn't have a regular season win, so. Yeah. So we have some audio. We have him talking about the wreck and then the playoffs. So want to hear about the wreck first?
1: Yeah, let's hear about the wreck first.
8: Here's what he had, here's what he had to say about that.
0: Gold star to, to everybody on that group. After our wreck, you know, you kind of get stopped and you get going again and you're in damage assessment mode. And my steering wheel was 180 degrees the opposite direction. Um, I didn't know the right front was locked up at the time. So I, you know. You don't think you can keep going. And I knew the hit on the right front was extremely hard, uh, how hard we hit the wall. And uh, I was shocked they were able to, you know, fix it up and not only patch the bodywork, but all the mechanical things that were bent, broken on it. They did an amazing job. So big props to the 12 group. They really kept us in that race and uh, allowed us to have a shot at it. And that's, you know, that's what we did. Just keep yourself in the game and, and try to do the best you can to make laps. And that's really all we could do. I mean, from our wreck on, we just, we didn't have any speed. He just continuing to make laps and hope guys fall out and trying to stay, uh, stay part of the race. And that was the deciding factor really at the end of it.
1: That was all he could do was just try to stay in and keep some laps going.
0: And he
8: did six laps down 15th spot. You know, that's what it took.
1: That's exactly what it took and barely made it in, but he made it. So, and then you had him talking as well about, uh, the, the, the playoff. Uh-huh.
8: Here's what he had to say
4: three points over 26 races three positions ryan you're in the playoffs
5: yeah very, we're very fortunate that's for sure it uh wasn't was not a good day getting going and uh you know getting tore up early and, and at that point you know our fate was not really in our hands all we could do was try to keep working on it and fix it to where we can make laps and um uh, you know Thankfully, you know, we were able to get enough cars throughout the wrecks that we kind of just kept moving up and and we're able to get in. So that's definitely a lot more stressful than I wanted uh, coming into here. But I just got to give a lot of props to the 12 group, um, you know, for fixing it and sticking with it all day. And that's that's why you do it. You know, your day can start off like that and just just stay with them, stay in the game. And uh, it was definitely beneficial for us. So appreciate them. Advanced Auto Parts Ford will go uh, race for a championship.
8: And yes, he will race for a championship. And, you know, you never know. Uh, he might really turn it on here, Don, and and he might do well in the uh, in the playoffs and come out as a champion. You just never know with this with this sport.
1: No, you don't. And I mean, just think about it, it was a few years back when Ryan Newman was the only guy that had didn't have a win that had made the playoffs. And he got all the way to second place. I mean, he was racing for the title there at Homestead. Uh, and ended up coming in second Remember, because you you thought "Dagum, sky was falling everybody that's just gonna be bs if he doesn't you know win a race all season and he wins you know wins the championship and it's like no it happens all the time there's teams that went in in sports there's teams that you know go undefeated and then don't win the super bowl (laughs) um that's just part of being in the playoffs it just has to be your time and you know your game is on and um I mean, it can happen. I, I think it'd be a, I think it'd be hysterical if Blaney all of a sudden goes on a win streak or something all of a sudden and, you know, ends up being all the way there to the end.
8: You're right. Now, you know, when you look at the point standings after the 16th spot, you have Martin Tricks in 17th, Eric Jones in 18th, Amarola's in 19th, Bubba Wallace is in 20th, Chris Busher 21st, Justin Haley, we talked about him, he's 22nd, Stenhouse 24th. All these guys that I'm talking about here, these last 10 races, I would not be surprised to see one of these guys pick up a win at one of these tracks. I mean, they're they're capable. Eric Jones has been so close uh, this year, and Amarillo has been driving great. And and so you just never know um, how this playoff season is going to – I mean, we, we're going to be focused on the 16 going into the race this weekend at Darlington, but one of these guys outside of the 16, top 16 – may may just well get a win here pretty pretty soon you just got to keep your eye out on those guys i i think
1: well you know guys like i mean that race over there for k-league or or some of these others i mean the rumors are that k-league is one of the big contenders for possibly getting kyle bush um Mm -hmm. to come over there so that would be a huge a huge boost you know for that team as far as uh you know look at us look at what we can do i mean you know here and no one nowadays you don't get it as much as you used to which is part of why i like the playoff system is you don't get that like everybody backing down and just letting the guys that are in the playoffs race you know no i mean there is wins on the line there's still stuff out there there's owners points you know to 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 get and now with this new car uh you know a, again everybody is is eligible in in other words when it comes to that so um you know, you're going to see these guys, these teams, especially these smaller teams. They're going to they're going to be busting their ass because there's a lot on the line for them.
8: You think the 45, uh, Kurt Busch is done for for good now? I mean, career wise, or you think he'll be back?
1: Um, you know what? I just don't know. I I yeah. just don't know. I mean, I think in his in uh, his heart, good. he wants to continue to race, um, but I just don't know. This, I mean, this is a big deal for him to be up this long. This is a
8: lot longer than I thought it would, it would be.
1: You know, it took Dale Jr. out.
8: Yeah, so, I mean, and, and I'm sure Dale Jr. Is giving giving him some advice. You know, as far as you know, you might want to think about what you're doing because it, it, it could get worse. I mean, look look at all the stuff Dale went through there for a while the dizzy spells loved- and the headaches and mm-hmm. all the neurological <laughs> issues he was having.
1: Absolutely, but and I'll I'll say this, the timing actually is pretty good when it comes to Kurt is great in the in the booth, um, both the Bush brothers are, but Kurt is great in the booth. So think about Fox possibly, you know, could use him over there, um, you know, for half the season or something. So there's there's all kinds of things, and then that way maybe it allows him if he wants to race for a team part time you know, the second half of the season or at a couple of tracks or something here and there, or maybe in the Xfinity series or the trucks or something. But do
8: like Dale does, you know, occasionally we see him in her like an Xfinity race or something like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, or, or it opens up the possibility for him maybe doing an Indy 500 again or something like that. So, you know, there's all sorts of, of possibilities there. Um, Mike, I know, you know, we talked about Blaney getting in, the funny thing is, is you would think all this week we would have all of this, you know, usually you get to talk about, they'll, they'll start sending you audio with stuff, you know, from everyone that's in the playoffs, all the playoff guys. And so you get to hear a little bit from them. Well, it it seems like this week so far, it's all been about focus on Ross Chastain. Yeah. Which I just find it's just odd to me. It's like they, you know, like he's the only guy. And again, I know people are tired of it because especially if they're not Chastain fans, they're tired of me defending him. I just see that. I just think it's a complete waste of time to be worrying about Ross. If you're in the playoffs, worry about your damn self.
8: He's been running great. And I just wonder if they're afraid that he might actually pull it off. Well, And, and not only that, I just wonder if it's like a head game thing they're playing to get get in in Ross's head. Exactly. Let's talk, let's talk about him and get him worried about getting taken out, or it messes mess him up. But then again, it might be helping him. I I, I just think, think it's crazy all the stuff we've heard this week.
1: Well, let's let's listen because there are several guys who talked, um, including Ross and of course Ross's owner Justin Marks. We're gonna listen to um let's see both the Kyles in the series. So we'll listen to what Kyle Bush first.
8: Well, let's listen to Ross what he has to say because I oh, think yeah, Bob, yeah. Bob I think but yeah, Pockers this is the interview with Pockers that he did. Um it was a one on one that they did. Bob did it with his uh, phone, so the volume might be a little low, but I'll try to turn it up as much as I can. But okay. this is what he asked him about the Bob asking Ross about, about, the the playoffs. Playoffs.
3: about the playoffs. About the playoffs. About the playoffs, what what's your kind of mindset? Like, is your is your stomach churning over it, or how are you approaching it?
7: You know, Bob, it's it's not the nerves yet, <laughs> but I am really excited. And when I do think about it, then I do get nervous, and then I just tell myself, all right, go about go about my day right now. And I like, we're we're gonna be in there, and this is this is my first time. This is Trackhouse's first time. So most of the people on our team. It's their first time winning races with this many top fives, top tens, this much contention and speed for wins. And that's gonna roll into, you know, ten races here uh, to finish out the season. So yeah, excited and when I think about it I get nervous, so I just go back to like kinda like what does this situation, what does this moment need for me now? And you know, if it's uh if it's something at the shop, if it's I need to eat lunch right now right it's it's, it's going be as simple as that
3: is it nervous just, just to see if you can perform at the same level you've been performing all year or is it nervous because you know that there's some people who aren't told bffs with you who might not give you the give and take that you would want in the players
7: it's more it's not, it's not about speed or or you know our cars it's, it's more about how many people this this you know, my mistakes can ripple effect into um, in in, in track house right and then chevrolet so uh, you know it's uh, the opportunity in front of us is i've just never i've never had this so uh, i've leaned on a lot of people that know a lot more about all this than me and and had you know a quick lunch with somebody or or just grab them in the garage uh, away from everybody and just ask them and um, it's those conversations that kind of put me at ease. And, you know, it's it's, uh, it's going to be an experience, right? And that's the biggest thing. I'm just going to try to do is go experience these uh, these you know, ten weeks, and uh, just like I've been all year, though, I've just been experiencing all this and you know, um, going and doing what I what I love and doing what I know how to do. Yeah,
3: I mean, you know, that's what we like can Ross just, will drivers let Ross Chastain win a championship, or will they? You know, make sure he doesn't win a championship. Do those thoughts go through yeah. your head, or just when we just when we ask?
7: When you ask right here, yeah, 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 I mean, but I I guess, I mean, is that something you worry about, or you're like, man, what's done is done, and what happens happens? I mean, this, like, would respect everybody, but I don't read articles on social media, so I'm not on there a whole lot, Uh, I definitely don't click on the articles when I do see them, so... I don't know. I, I know that there's stuff being said because I get the questions, but uh, only whenever we you ask me here and I walk out in the next, you know, in a minute now here and uh, go drive the car.
8: So he doesn't listen to uh, social uh, stories and media and doesn't do social media and all that good stuff. BS. <laughs> I bet he yeah. does. <laughs>
1: wow. Here's here's the thing too: is all of this stuff. It's just it's it's all drama. Um, You know, it's it's manifested drama because and in the end, there's one sanctioning body that is going to be watching. And I'm sure a warning will go out before the race at Darlington and the driver's meeting that NASCAR is not going to tolerate, you know, anyone deliberately taking out somebody, you know, to keep them from winning or whatever, which, you know, nobody's going to do anything. Here's the thing. No one's going to do anything this first round because everybody's eligible. You know, so I I don't see that happening. I don't see anybody taking that risk. I think it's going to come down to if guys who have been knocked out of the playoffs who have a grudge. And at that point, you just got to weigh it. You know, they're going to have to weigh the consequences because, you know, NASCAR is watching because it's almost like they're they're intentionally putting this target on Ross. Um, But I just I just think it's a bunch of BS. I just don't see it happening. I really don't.
8: Yeah, I agree. Well, want to hear from Kyle Bush? Oh, yeah. He had a lot to say about this, so here we go.
6: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, you do. You need give and take to win a championship. Yes. Will he get benefit of the doubt in situations when it comes to time on the line, coming to the end of the playoffs and going to Phoenix? Absolutely not. No way. No chance. I don't think people are paying him back yet just because they're waiting for the right time.
8: And there you go. So... And That's by people,
1: what, is he referring to himself?
8: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I kind of thought the same thing.
1: <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, okay. Next, who, who do we have next to take to take on Kyle or uh, Ross Chastain?
8: Kyle Larson. Here we go.
3: You know, about, you know, when you guys were talking a week, like a week and a half ago about Ross and working with Ross there <laughs> during the race. And I'm curious, there's a lot of talk of like, will will people work with him? Will people will even kind of let him win a championship. I'm curious in your championship run, how much like do you feel like you needed to have a good relationship with other drivers to maybe get the brakes in a give and take situation uh, where you really needed it?
6: Um, I I mean, I I definitely think it goes a long way. Um, You know, I think there was only guy really had like a run in with last year was, was bell after Watkins Glen. And, um, you know, thankfully only having to worry about one person (laughs) during the playoffs was nice, but I did worry about it. You know, I mean, remember, I remember Texas, I think he was lined up behind me on a, on a restart. And not that he was going to wreck me or anything. I just didn't know if, uh, you know, depending on the lane that he chose, I think on the restart, I didn't know if he would work with me, stuff like that. So, um, or, yes, I mean, Ross has like a two page list of guys, it seems like. So, uh, I'm, I, I know, um, yeah, I mean, it's the Cup Series. I feel like you've seen it in the past, like, it, it, people will make life pretty tough on you. So, um, but I mean, he's done a really good job of like, even when he does get into moments where, you know, he, he has issues with other drivers in the race, he still recovers from it really well. So, um, but I feel like that can only last so long. Um, so I don't know. It'd be a a cool little storyline to follow throughout the playoffs. I know he'll, I mean, he's had probably the fastest car most weekends and, and him and his team and his pit crew have all done a really good job. So, um, in my opinion, I think, you know, they're the, if, if they didn't have people mad at them, I think they'd be the championship favorite, but, um, it'll be interesting to see. And, um, and follow along with But yeah, I mean, it, I can't imagine with, with everybody that seems to be upset with him, that that it will be an easy playoff uh, for him. And,
3: and just following up on that, how hard is it to kind of change your style of racing? Like, I mean, people say, well, he just needs to be, I want to say less aggressive, but more aware. I mean, it, is that easier said than done or uh, does that just come with time?
6: Um, I don't know. I mean, his his aggression's gotten him to this point, right? Like he's been very aggressive and it's it's gotten him good finishes and some wins and stuff. But uh and I think too, you see with like say a Brad Kazowski, I, I I would say like Brad and Ross remind me a lot of each other. Like I didn't get to race with Brad, obviously, early in his career, but I feel like he had, you know, a lot of guys, not enjoying racing with him early on in his career and and he kind of had to figure that out. And, and now like, I don't picture Brad as being an aggressive type of driver at all. So um, I think, you know, maybe with age and maturity or whatever you want to call it, it, you figure it out. But um, yeah, I mean, like I said, Ross has had a lot of success being aggressive. And I think the way that the next gen cars are and the way the sport really a racing in all forms has has progressed. I think you have to have that aggression, but um, maybe to a point. And, and I know a lot of the times it's been mistakes and stuff, but um, I don't really know how to answer or where I'm going with it, but I think, I think, I think it's good. His aggression is good, but um, even in a, in a 10 race playoff, maybe, maybe not.
8: And Dawn, I think he just needs to get to the bottom line and say, we got Chastain. A bunch of us got Chastain this year.
1: Okay, but let me (laughs) me just say this. (laughs) I'm listening to Kyle Larson talk, and I'm thinking to myself, you need to be worried about your teammate. Because, I mean, all I've heard this season about you is you're too aggressive. You've been too aggressive. Uh, Chase Elliott cried about you, you know, Three oh, yeah. or four times. So maybe Kyle Larson and Kyle never came out really and said he was worried about Ross or that he has issues with Ross. And I think that's because he's in the same boat. Um, I think he's got to be more worried about his teammate than he does about Ross Chastain. So.
8: Got to keep the number nine in the rear view mirror and watch it.
1: <laughs> but I'm glad that he brought it. Cause. Okay. Okay. See, I feel validated because just a few weeks back, did I not with Philippe Lopez and stuff compare Ross Trastain? And I've done it a couple of times to Brad and Joey. And here, when he said that about Brad, first of all, I was like, okay, thank you for validating what I've said. But then it, it hit me too. He's like, now he talks about Brad not being, or thinking of Brad as an aggressive driver. But I go back to that and it's like when he talks about Brad, it was Brad and Carl Edwards. They had the big thing. And guess where he got Brad? He got Brad a championship. That's what it got him in a drunk championship. The best championship ever. <laughs> a celebration. Remember that? With the beer and oh, all that? Yeah. My that favorite. I'm drunk on, uh, what was it? I'm drunk on Support Center. <laughs>
8: Freaking
1: loved it. Um, but anyway, but yeah, I mean. I mean, that's the thing is Brad didn't let it get to him. Brad had, was on a mission, and Brad has not changed. Brad is still the same aggressive. Hell, they were all crying about Brad several times this season already, too, about he was being too aggressive. That's just Brad. That's just how he is. So, um, you know. Yeah. I I, I think I think what you said is right. They're trying to get in his head early, start making him think and second guess himself. And you know what, Mike? It hasn't worked all season. I don't think it's going to work in the playoffs. And I think that that there's a good chance that it could backfire that these guys are too concerned with what Ross is going to be doing or not doing and need to be focused on themselves and stop worrying about when they should and should not give him a payback.
8: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And by the way, a lot lot of this audio, you hear uh, the the guy asking questions is is the great Bob Pocker.
1: Bob's stirring (laughs) the pot is what it is. And did Bob use BFFs?
8: (laughs) I think he did.
1: You might need to give him shit about that at Texas.
8: (laughs) Gotta love Bob. We also have uh, Justin Marks, the the owner of Trackhouse uh, Racing, um, who uh, they interviewed him and got his take on all this. So here's what uh, Justin had to say.
3: You know, Ross has been in the middle of all this stuff this year. And I guess, is there any concern that when you get to the playoffs that that people are going to just race him differently and for lack of a better term, just not let him advance?
2: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, you know, Ross is obviously going through a, uh, a learning curve as all these guys that come onto the scene and are fast right away, too. And I, I talked to Jimmy Johnson a little bit about this and his experience when he showed up. Obviously, the, the Cup Series was a different a different series than than it is now. But, um, but I mean, there's, you know, he he's learning and he, and he had a, you know, he had something big taken away from him at Pocono and, and he he gets raced hard right now. Uh, and he's adapting to that and he's figuring it that out. But as you know, as far as concern or worry about the playoffs, I, I don't worry that there's, that there's going to be any kind of, um, you know, real problem for us because, these, because it's, you know, everybody has a lot to lose. Everybody's trying to win their own championship here. And I think the last thing anybody wants to do is get distracted from that ultimate goal or put themselves in a position where they sacrifice their own run to win a championship. So I don't anticipate it. I mean, I think it'll be raced hard. I don't anticipate there being any real problem.
8: And there you go. Kind of cut off there at the end, but he said any real problems there at the end. And so, uh, and that's the owner of, uh, Trackhouse track house racing, Dawn. I think if you know, they could give an award for owner of the year. I think he deserves it this year because man, they've, they've really put together some great cars and two guys getting in the, the playoffs and it just looks good for them this year. I think they've really done a great job.
1: I I do too. And I, I guarantee you, if something goes down, Justin Marks has Ross's back for sure. I mean, he's had it all season long. So um it's going to be interesting, Mike, and uh, great audio that we had there. So I know we talked about, Bubba, going to the 45, just a couple of little um, NASCAR notes before we wrap up the NASCAR segment. Um, one thing that, Will, you're going to see that's going to be different is the um, disabled vehicle policy. Uh, you know, when a when a car gets wrecked, they, they've had uh, in the past six minutes um to to get the car you know to work on the car before they need to you know start the get back out on the track and start the clock over again or whatnot well for the playoffs that is going to be up to 10 minutes now so they're going to get a 10 minute deal with this new car they just felt like they needed that that's what they're going to do um and then we're recording on wednesday night so um by the time this gets out this probably will have happened but uh tomorrow night premieres on the usa network um the race for the championship series that is going to um be on the docu series it is will air at 10 o'clock eastern nine o'clock central time usa network every week and you can go ahead and go set your dvrs i i already did and the first two seasons or two episodes are up there so you can go ahead and and get them ready to record um, but you're going to want to make sure i'm 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 looking forward to it the previews look amazing on it yeah, They really do i'm excited i am too so um yeah. that's kind of the oh and then um i know the ratings i saw that the ratings actually the ratings still beat the f1 ratings on on sunday for nascar but they were down like 64 percent compared to last season's date or the last season's race but again it was because of the rain delay and everything like that so um that did play a little havoc into into things but
8: yeah, the race on cnbc cnbc
1: yeah which, and that's a hard channel
8: yeah not everybody gets
1: that Mm-mm, not everybody yeah. does so um all right mike well we've got let's see uh, before we do our darlington preview we'll do that a little bit we got a little indie car um stuff to take care of IndyCar cars getting ready to wrap up the season here pretty soon they've got what two races left
8: They got two, uh, I think, two races left, and uh, they're in Portland uh, this weekend. But anyway, it's at Portland International Raceway. It's a 12-turn, 1.964-mile road course in Great Portland, Oregon. It's beautiful up there. And um, I tell you what, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because these guys have uh, really had a great season and tight points race. And uh, let's see, it says Willpower leads the championship race with two races to go for the fourth time in his career. And, and, um, there's seven drivers that have a mathematical chance and power has like a three-point lead over new garden. And then it's, then it's Dixon, Marcus Erickson, Alex Palu uh, Scott McLaughlin and Pato award. So Don, um, you know, um, any of these guys could step up and get it here. And, um, the race is going to be, let's see, Sunday at noon on NBC.
1: All right. So Sunday at noon. Okay. And then, um, and now the Darlington race, is that a night race or is that a day?
8: Darlington race is going to be Sunday at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern.
1: Okay. So night race. Okay, cool. So we'll get, we're going to get lots of racing then on Sunday. That'll be fun. And
8: Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern is the Xfinity race. And then the. Truck race—they don't race until the ninth of September on Friday at Kansas. So okay. trucks right. are off. Cup and Xfinity this weekend in Darlington.
1: Okay, NHRA.
8: The big go is this weekend at Indy, the U.S. Nationals. They call it the big go, and it's uh, it started today actually. Don um, the um, they have nine hundred and like fifty-four cars. Wow. Lucas Oil Raceway there in in, in Indianapolis. It's actually in Brownsburg, I think, which is outside of Indianapolis there, but um, this is the big, this is like their Daytona, you might say. Um, To win this race is very, very special to win the U.S. Nationals. I think this is like the 64th annual uh, event. They're going to do five rounds of qualifying. It starts on Friday, but the the Sportsman cars and the Pro Mod and they have the, the top alcohol and top uh, t- funny car. And then they have the, the top uh, the dragster and a bunch of other classes. I can't remember all the names, but they have like every class that NHRA, NHRA runs is there this week. That's why the, I said 950 cars. They have sportsman cars. I mean, they have to start today to mm-hmm. get the, all these races in, but the pros don't start until Friday. They have five rounds of qualifying the the, the top fuel funny car, is there along with the pro stocks and pro stock motorcycles. And then the race is actually the final round is that actually on Monday on labor day. Oh, okay. And I believe it's going to be on Fox, um, FS one for some of the, uh, the other races, but the, the main event is going to be live on Fox on Monday. I'm not sure the time. If you go to NHRA.com, you can check that out. I'll have some stuff on my website, um, some previews and stuff and everything, but, um, they, um, this is the big one. And, um, and their, their, their playoffs are getting ready to start here in a couple of weeks as well. So it's getting down the crunch time here.
1: Getting down to the nitty gritty. Well, uh, and now again, back to, uh, so we'll have the Cookout Southern 500 on Sunday evening. Um, is it NBC, I guess, or?
8: No, USA.
1: Oh, on USA. Okay. So on USA.
8: On 5 p.m.
1: All right, so, um, and and again, this is our playoffs kickoff week one of the playoffs. Um, Just a quick little note, has nothing to do really, um, but in the uh, Xfinity Series race, Denny Hamlin was due to race, and he has pulled out of that race instead. Um, I think Christopher Bell, I think, is going to race in his place instead, Um, but he pulled out, because if you listened back when we started the show during the radioactive, after the big wreck happened, you heard Denny saying... and his exact quote was, I'm fucking hurting. Um, and and you could hear it in his voice and stuff. Well, apparently he's been suffering with some neck and back issues. He will be racing on Sunday, but he's decided to not race the Xfinity Series race because of um, his neck and back being sore. So saving himself for that race. And Mike, you know, one thing you talked about, Michael Jordan, on the box They brought up an interesting fact. It was after that big wreck and everything, you know, Denny went and joined him up on the box. And that was the first time that they both were up on the box as owners together. Uh, Yeah, it it was cool. Probably the only time you're going to see it for a a while. (laughs) But but that was really cool. So uh, anyway, Mike, you want to do your picks for Darlington?
8: Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, active uh, race winners here, Don. Denny has four, four wins. Harvick has three. Truex has two. And then Logano, Eric Jones, Keselowski, and Kyle Bush each have one. I'm going to go out on a limb here and and say um, Kyle Larson gets the win. Okay. I'm going with him for the win. And then my long shot's going to be Eric Jones. I think Eric's ready to score um, his first victory this year and then um he's won here before one here in 20 2019 and then my really really long shot i'm gonna go bubba okay bubba's been impressive here lately and uh, i think he's uh, due to due to getting get a win so i'm gonna go those three for for the for the lady and what is it Two the track they call too tough to tame is that this yeah, one? the lady in black lady in black yeah
1: <laughs> but, well they say the favorites um their co-favorites are kyle larson and denny hamlin um that's who they have as the co-favorites to win the race i am going to go gosh you know what i'm I'm looking at my list of, of what i'm going to do okay so i'm going to go with Bubba wall i'm sorry i'm going to go with ryan blaney Okay. For because <laughs> i i just think it's going to be fun um why not let's just see so i'm going to go ryan blaney um my second pick will be joey logano his teammate um and as much as i want to pick ross and stuff i just don't know you know this is one of those tracks where i think they can get away with pushing him and doing some things but then again his aggressive nature could could play you know uh could help him also his teammate. There's so many good people to look at. I mean, his teammate does really well here too, but I've got to pick Bubba until he wins too. So I'll sneak Bubba in as my really, really, really long shot um, there. So that's my picks as well and see what happens after. um, And then Mike really quick. And and I I'm throwing a, a ringer at you, but you're, you're usually able to pull things up really quickly. Do you have the rest of the schedule, the playoff schedule? Um, in front of you or can you find it so we can look at what tracks are coming up the way that they will align all
8: up. all right so we uh, start the playoffs in um at darlington then we go to kansas uh-huh. then, then bristol motor speedway and that sets the round of 12 okay Then the first race in the round of 12 is the race at texas motor speedway on september 25th uh-huh. we go to talladega then we go to the road course roval or it's a, a road, not a road course. It's a oval with a road course inside of it at Charlotte. And that sets the round of eight. Then we go to Las Vegas Motor Speedway, Homestead, Miami, Martinsville. Then we have the championship four. And that comes down to the last race of the season, November 6th, the Phoenix Raceway.
1: All right. So um, that's going to be fun stuff. And then uh, do you have the how they the drivers are listed as far as points for the playoffs. Yeah.
8: Here's the ranking. They have Chase Elliott ranked first, Joey Logano second, Ross Chastain is third, Kyle Larson fourth, William Byron fifth, then Denny Hamlin sixth, Blaney seventh, Tyler Redrick is eighth, Kevin Harvick ninth, Chris Bell tenth, Kyle Busch 11th, Chase Briscoe twelfth, Daniel Suarez 13th, Austin Cindric 14th, Bowman is in 15th, and Austin Dillon, who just won this past weekend, is in the 16th
1: spot. All right, so there you go. Um, Anything can happen here in these first few races. Uh, It's going to be very interesting. This is what I love about the chase is, you know, you've got to be on. Every driver has to be on, and so that's why I think it's funny that they're all talking about Ross when they actually need to be worrying about the other 15 guys or 14 guys. I I guess it would be the other 14 guys that are competing for the championship because they're just as hungry and are going to be looking at what they can do to uh, keep you from being the one that walks away with the title. So um, stop worrying about just Ross Chastain. Good Lord. Or maybe I, maybe I need to, to not, maybe I need them to worry about Ross some more so that it screws up with them. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm tired.
8: And then, then, too, Don, you have the other guys the, that are in the field, and some of the names I mentioned earlier, but some of these guys are racing for their stay, the stay in the Cup Series. You know, they're trying to get a win. They're trying to make a, a, a late-season surge. So it shows that they um, did something there, you know, to prove themselves so they can come back or get a contract renewal or whatever. So, you know, that's why um, I say these last ten races are – definitely exciting and there's all kinds of stuff to look out for and all kinds of storylines and scenarios that usually take place.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, and you know, oops, my drink fell over, you know, Mike really quick, since we weren't on last week, there was a bit of news last week that we didn't get to talk about. Um, it's a little, you know, old news, but still relevant. Um, we Joey Logano signed a long-term contract with Penske. Um, so that pretty much just seals him there for the rest of his career, which I didn't really see him going anywhere anyways. Um, I don't know about you. And then the biggest news probably was, you know, Eric Amarola uh, yeah. and Smithfield signing. And not just a one-year, but I think it's a two-year deal. I think it's a two- or three-year. It's it's a multi-year deal coming back yeah. for. So um, guess he decided to put off retirement for a little while.
8: Yeah. And um, also today the, the NHRA broke some news. Uh, you know, Rick Ware Racing is venturing into um, – uh in the uh in the drag racing now and they're yeah. gonna have uh clay uh milliken who's gonna be their uh, top field driver next year so um and it's that's a 51
1: car too I think
8: I think so yeah so. yeah so uh I saw that just before we started the show. I haven't really read into it yet all the details but uh Clay Milliken um great driver and he won here in San Antonio and when he was racing in the um IHRA at the Texas Nationals here at San Antonio Raceway, so um, little Texas connection there uh, with uh, Clay and, and Rick. Where uh, racing, so that's pretty exciting as well. A lot of a lot of stuff, good good things are happening right now.
1: Yeah, and my understanding is uh, with the Project Ninety One car that the phone has been ringing off the hook with that car. With um, and they haven't dr- done a lot of name drops, but they have said big names from uh, uh, multiple multiple racing series who are interested in in that car so that's interesting stuff as well
8: and if you're a tony stewart fan you need to tune in to the drag races in in um indiana this uh this weekend in indianapolis at the big go there's u.s nationals because tony is going to be in the booth with fox with brian loans and and tony Pedregon. he's going to be in the booth saturday and sunday for the broadcast you know he owns two two cars now a drag racing uh Man Hagen, and funny car and his wife leah uh Pruitt and the um, Top field dragster, and both of them have you know done really well this year, and and uh, have scored victories, and and they're they're going to be in the playoffs as well. So check Tony out because you know we've heard Tony on the broadcast for the um, for the stock car racing, and and now he's going to be you know doing booth work with uh, the drag racers as well. So it's kind of exciting.
1: And he kind of teased something a few weeks back about IndyCar, about when he saw the IndyCars um, and something. And he, he just kind of teased something about doing something for the fans or doing something. And everyone started jumping on, you know, is he going to try to do, you know, will he run the 500 or will he do that? You know, so um, lots of stuff there to to think about. And that's another thing too, looking at the Kyle Busch stuff, You know, keep an eye on that because I think that that's going to be some other things that play um, into, you know, he's talked about wanting to do that as well. So. <laughs> Um, I don't know, you know, it's good. I love this time. I I just love it. I love all, I love all the crossover stuff. It's it's super fun.
8: You know, that silly season you might say.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, all right, Mike, well, another fun week down and, uh, we got through it. Everything's up internet up and working. So I'm happy for it.
8: We're rolling now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We are rolling. Make sure you stay tuned for the little nugget at the end of the show. We all, we like to do that. I'd say we do it for y'all, but mainly we do it for ourselves. It, it gives us a chuckle. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Hopefully it gives you a chuckle too.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely
1: does it for me. All right. Well, uh, you guys take care. We will see you next week where we talk about what happened at Darlington and what didn't happen at Darlington, who comes out of it unscathed. And uh, I guess we'll, we'll, will Ross Chastain make his way out of round one or race one of round one uh, without any paybacks. We'll see. Yeah.
8: Who gets Chastain or does Ross get Chastain?
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> does Chastain Chastain himself? That'll be fun. All right, Mike, have yourself a good one and we'll talk to you next week.
4: I'm just happy to get out of this place alive. I absolutely fucking hate this
2: race. So anytime I can walk away and feel my legs and my arms and, and be okay and have a top five finish, I'm okay any day with that.
0: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c sweetradiocom